Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Been at it already, had my tarot read. Things are looking up for me, that's what my tarot said. Been pumping. Socrates likened the soul to a chariot being pulled by two horses. One, rational, pulls us upwards towards heaven. The other, unruly, rascable, drives us down towards earth. We all have two horses. One reason, the other passion, one logic, the other emotion, one prudent, the other desirous. However way the duality is split, it's a common one in the history of philosophy and psychology. Socrates said that sometimes these internal guides are in accord, sometimes at variance. Now one gains the mastery, now the other. And when judgment guides us rationally towards what is best and has the mastery, the mastery is called temperance. But when desire drags us irrationally towards pleasure and has come to rule within us, the name given is wantonness. The soul can lose its wings though, and wings have something divine about them. Wings symbolise wisdom, virtue, truth divinity, beauty, they aim upwards towards the gods, towards the outer rims of heaven, towards immortality. Troubled souls, Socrates says, cannot break through into heaven. They're carried around under the surface, trampling and bumping into one another as one tries to overtake another. So there is utter chaos, nothing but sweat and conflict. The Greeks had a word for being pulled back down to earth, akrasia, or lack of willpower. Quite literally, lack of mastery. Mastery is rational. It thinks about what is right, what is good in the long term, what's useful, what's wise. The writer Lucy Sant said that not so long ago, all the world smoked 
and that all of waking life was measured out in cigarettes. Mark Twain said that he'd rather not go to heaven if you can't smoke there. Writing about giving up, Richard Klein has said that he was enamoured by their charms and grateful for their benefits. And David Lynch has said that smoking has something of the artist's life about it. A long list of writers have puffed away about their love of smoking against an increasingly large backdrop of scientists over the last 50-60 years warning that it's now likely the stupidest thing you could do. And despite having smoked for quite a long time now, I can't share those writers' enthusiasms. Maybe it's because the consequences of smoking have been hammered into us more than any other generation, but no matter how I interrogate it, I can't seem to identify its charms yet. Like Socrates' unruly horse, I'm pushed to and fro occasionally by it. Unlike alcohol, the buzz is minimal. Unlike sugar, the taste is harsh. Unlike caffeine, the spark is dim. It's no longer cool. It's no longer inexpensive. It tastes disgusting. It smells horrible. It drags you outside on cold nights. And yes, it kills you. And yet, I can resist all those other temptations with much more ease. And while I'm only a social, occasional, or drinking smoker now, when I do go months here and there without, when it comes down to it, with a cold beer, there's something inimitably, unidentifiably satisfying about it. But in making this video recently, I realised that bad habits, addictions, desires, impulses are fascinating because they are uniquely philosophical. Because the impulse to do something, especially a habit we find hard to resist, is more than anything about freedom, free will, ethics, what the right thing to do is, how we should and shouldn't act. And we all do things we feel we should resist, whether we're talking about alcohol or sugar or gambling or nicotine or cocaine or sex or the internet or work or exercise. I'd argue that those bad habits, those addictive traits, are a near universal of the human condition. But acrasia, weakness of will, resisting ourselves is counterintuitive if you think about it. How can we act against ourselves? Is there two of us? When we give in to desire, to too much food, drink, gambling, work even, cigarettes, it's like we're pulled in two different directions, forward and backward maybe, up and down. It's like we're weighted down, chained, dragged, beckoned, by that unruly horse, that we're not free to act in what we want to do, but instead are slaves to something in our own bodies. We are, like under a spell, compelled. In his Confessions, Augustine wrote, The madness of lust took complete control of me, and I surrendered wholly to it. The madness of lust, madness, the opposite of reason, insanity. Do we have the spark of that in us? Why would we ever feed a grotesque, mad, insane, 
beast that resides somewhere in us against our clear-headed, reasonable, health-seeking part. Why would we ever do that? That just doesn't seem to make sense. But actually, this is where Socrates takes a different view. While he uses the twin horses metaphor in one of Plato's dialogues, he also says, in another, that the soul is an organic whole. In other words, we're not really driven by two horses. There's only one of us, and we act for reasons. The question is, what is the reason for us acting in a certain way? Socrates said, when people make a wrong choice of pleasures and pains, that is, of good and evil, the cause of their mistake is lack of knowledge. What being mastered by pleasure really is, is ignorance. So acrasia, weakness of the will, is not really weakness, but a lack of knowledge. But for Socrates, knowledge is very broad. It's not just bookishness. It's knowledge of desires and tastes and the beautiful and the good and the consequences of actions. After all, what isn't knowledge? Knowledge can cause the wings of the reasonable horse to grow. He says, further nourishment pours in, the quills of the feathers swell and begin to grow from the roots upwards and to spread all over the underside of the soul, because previously the whole soul was winged. In choosing to do one thing rather than another, eating an orange rather than smoking a cigarette, say, it's really just the knowledge that one is going to be preferable in the present moment. No one, he states, who either knows or believes that there is another possible course of action better than the one he is following will ever continue on his present course. It's not that we have the wrong knowledge that the cigarette is going to be pleasurable in the moment and the right knowledge that it's going to be bad for our health in the long term. Knowledge is made equal. What's happening is that the knowledge that it's going to be preferable in the present moment is stronger than the knowledge of the consequences in the long term. And so we act with recourse to the strongest knowledge. He said that people erroneously think that they may have knowledge and that that knowledge could be overmastered by anger or pain or pleasure or fear perhaps, as if knowledge were a slave and could be dragged about somehow. He said that instead, knowledge is a noble and commanding thing that cannot be overcome and will not allow a person, if only he knows the difference between good and evil, to do anything which is contrary to knowledge. He points out that we have this common idea that something we're doing when we have acrasia, that weakness of will, the bad habit, is evil. But he asks, how can enjoyment, something simply good, be an evil? It's not. He said what we're really doing is balancing what feels pleasurable as good with what we think will be painful as evil. And if what we think will give us pleasure in the moment is greater than what we perceive the consequences to be, then it's the right action. It's the correct thing to do. And so we'll do it. 
He says, No man voluntarily pursues evil, or that which he thinks to be evil. To prefer evil to good is not in human nature, and when a man is compelled to choose one of two evils, no one will choose the greater when he may have the less. Now, of course, he acknowledges that we all make mistakes and make bad decisions, but he says what's really going on is that we're acting on faulty judgments, which, again, can be corrected with the right knowledge. He said that when we do something because the pleasure seems greater in the moment and the consequences seem distant later in life, say, we've misjudged because while things in the distance, consequences, appear to be smaller, appear to be distant, when we get up close, they're just as big. In other words, appearances can be deceiving. A poor judgment is the result of poor measurement. Here's a key passage. He says, Do not the same magnitudes appear larger to your sight when near and smaller when at a distance? He continues, I suppose happiness to consist in doing or choosing the greater and in not doing or in avoiding the less. What would be the saving principle of human life? Would not the art of measuring be the saving principle? The art of measurement would do away with the effect of appearances, and showing the truth would teach the soul at last to find rest in the truth, and would thus save our life. He says the key to this, to measuring, to thinking, is knowledge. Ignorance causes us to choose poorly, wisdom causes us to choose correctly. Our goal should be to balance all of the consequences, all of the virtues, all of the pleasures and pains, and bring them into proportion. The Dutch rationalist philosopher Baruch Spinoza would later agree with Socrates. He says that an effect, by which he means a feeling or impulse to do something, cannot be taken away unless by an effect that is opposite to and stronger than the one that is to be restrained. Spinoza thinks that if we have adequate knowledge of a choice, it will always beat the lesser impulse to do otherwise. The wisdom in all of this, for me, has been to keep trying to acquire knowledge of my habits, why I do them, when I do them, what you need in the moment, what the alternatives are, what the consequences are, and eventually their affective force, as Spinoza calls it, will be diminished. And we can learn from Socrates that in his famous words, it's an examined life that presents the best possible course. Thank you to all of these incredible Patreon supporters. These videos take a long time to research, write and make. I do a lot of reading. They're always sourced and there's a bibliography in the description below. I've written something short on why I think this kind of well-researched long-form content is worth supporting. It's through the link below too. If you agree, then you can support then and now by pledging anything from a single dollar per month and get your name in credits, access to scripts early and become a member of the Discord server. If you can't do that, I know everyone says this, but please do subscribe, hit the bell, like, leave a comment. These things help with the algorithm so, so much. I'm also trying out a newsletter. I'm going to distill and summarize each video into a quick, easily digestible email for those who don't have time or want to recap, along with some related insights. Sign up below. As always, more than anything, thank you so much for watching. 
I'll see you next time. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.